Headline number two, Kroger is just slowing, not is not just slowing down, Anne. And let me say that correctly, not just slowing down. Uh -oh. It is hitting the brakes altogether on its plans to further automate its fulfillment centers and its overall operation. According to Grocery Dive, Sam Silverstein, one of our favorites, second week in a row, we've mentioned his work, Kroger is holding off on the development of new facilities until it is confident existing sites are performing up to expectations. Kroger CEO Rodney McMullen said that, quote, all energy is focused, end quote, on the Ocado sites already in operation, and that, quote, we're making progress, but we wouldn't be to the point where we would start focusing on additional sheds, interesting term, until we make sure that we have a clear path on the ones we have, end quote. Anne, are you surprised by this news? And do you like that they are shedding potentially their sheds, or at least slowing down their sheds? I, I love calling them sheds. I feel like you're in the know. If you're calling them sheds, you are in the biz. Like, that is great. I, I will, I, I did notice that call out in the article too. But I mean, I, okay, am I surprised by this? A little, I guess, but because they went so hard into building these and talking about right. the hub and spoke models and like going aggressively into South Florida where they didn't have stores and they're going to be doing like delivery only uh, grocery fulfillment, but it's expensive. Like there, that's never been a, you know, that's, that's never been a mystery to anybody. Like these micro fulfillment centers, while efficient, they they take a lot of upfront capital and that's just not something that a lot of the of a lot of grocery retailers can handle right now and i i wonder you know they, this was very successful in the uk where okado started with this but now once you're even with the hub and spoke models that they feel it seemed like they were very strategic about setting up like you still have much further distances to travel there's a lot of costs in that last mile and i think that's to me where it makes sense that they're saying like, pause, hold, let's just regroup here. Let's figure out what makes sense. What can we use like in our stores? What, what, what can we do to kind of adapt and um, change this for the U S market versus some, some like high density area, like the UK. Yeah. I mean, this story to me, and um, I like a lot of the points you just said, and I'm going to expand upon them too. Like, I think, I think it's absolutely a fascinating story. Like, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, whoa, like when you sent this to me, I think my text back to you was, whoa, like I did the Joy Lawrence, whoa, that I always yeah. do, you know, when these stories come out. And I got, I had fun thinking about like, okay, why could Kroger be doing this? Why is this the state of micro fulfillment at Kroger? And, and here's what I came up with, Anne, I think you'll like this, in ascending order of likelihood, okay? Okay. So stay with me now, I'll get through I'm this. So one, one, maybe, and this goes to your point, actually, one, maybe the Okado tech isn't all that it's cracked up to be. And the idea of centralized, large-scale automated fulfillment doesn't pay the, that many dividends because you don't have the last mile savings, which is what you said, right? So that's one. Two, with the merger of Albertsons, where they've gone in a different direction with takeoff in the past and how they're going to yep. do micro-fulfillment on-site. Maybe the results of that are different and Kroger leadership wants to pause to assess which path is the right path going forward following the merger. It's possible. Great point. Yeah. Or three, which I think is the most likely thing, as Kim Beaudry of Dematic said on our podcast recently, and she's far more expert on this than either one of us. So this is why I'm, I'm hedging my bets towards this of the three. 
the ROI for micro fulfillment for grocery is just isn't there yet. And the capital is relatively too expensive and too inflexible to deploy at this time, not knowing what the needs are in terms of how the U.S. market is going to continue to want to fulfill their groceries online. So like I said, my bet is on the last one, because when I step back, it is pretty fascinating to me that you have a company who is big at selling micro fulfillment automation in Domatic. You have someone from that company on our podcast basically saying that market is drying up. Like, when has that ever happened, And Like, that never happens on a podcast. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back. It came out like two weeks ago. Fascinating, because she talked about this and kind of predicted that it was going to happen. So that's why that's why I think that's the most likely scenario here. Yeah, that I mean, and Kim, she was like our most listened to podcast for a while the last time she was on, too. Yeah. So make sure to check that out. Um, I love the point too, Chris, about the Kroger and Albertsons merger too. And like them looking at like, what's going on? What makes yeah. sense here? Like, Ooh, I, yeah. don't I'm I don't I'm know. I'm afraid I'm giving them too much credit on that one. But anyway, 